Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Evan Brand. I've been waiting for this day for a while. The Not Just Paleo shirts are here. I'm wearing one right now. It's so comfortable. It's insane. It's a dark navy with white text and white mountains. It says, Not Just Paleo, True Health and Happiness. It's 100% organic cotton. If you're on my email list, you would have got the notification yesterday that they were available. And some of you have ordered those, and they are in the mail. So thank you for that, and you should be expecting those very quickly. There's still a small handful left. I only ordered 20 to start with, but notjustpaleo.com slash shirt is where you can pick it up. So let's get right into the show with my buddy Mons. I sounded like I had a cold, but I think I was just waking up when we first did this show. So here we go. Hello and welcome back to Not Just Paleo. I'm here with my buddy Mons. And this guy found me, actually, from the Bulletproof Forum a couple years ago, maybe even a few years ago, the way time goes now. And he hit me up about nootropics. And at the time, he had a nootropics company that we're going to talk a little bit about. And then he's sort of been on a very interesting and somewhat troubling journey over the the last year or so and so we're going to get into that and figure out what he's learned from the experience so mons welcome thank you so much for having me man definitely so tell people about yourself how you ended up in the nootropics world and then i'd I'd love to spend just a little bit of time talking about that yeah so i got in the nootropics world for a couple of reasons um first i was actually you know what let's do this instead like yesterday uh, when we tried to record, we were talking about what a nootropic is and how yeah. a lot of people call things nootropics that aren't nootropics. So maybe we should start there just in case we have new listeners that haven't heard the other podcast on nootropics. Just help us understand what exactly a nootropic is and why they're so interesting. Yeah, so nootropics are essentially like supplements or different compounds that can improve cognitive abilities. And nootropics is a, it's actually a very specific term that's used to describe a very specific set of um, effects. And I don't remember the exact definition right now, but it was set by um, the Romanian scientists that discovered Prastam in the early 1970s. And it, it, it's, it's been, turned into kind of a generic term for anything that can help you improve um, your ability to work on projects, whether it be um, memory or focus, attention, reasoning. It's kind of become an all-encompassing term, even though it's not meant to be. And so you have a lot of uh, products that actually are called nootropics that don't really have nootropic effects on the brain. But that's the essentially what a nootropic is. That's great, man. So tell people a little bit about your success with nootropics. I mean, you probably had some success before you started your nootropics company, but you definitely had some cool success stories from some of the customers, you know, once that company was up and running. Yeah, so beforehand, I had a little bit of success myself. I kind of struggle with a little bit of anxiety and um, it's it's just generalized anxiety. I, I think my my father had panic attacks when he was when he was younger, and I've kind of gotten some of his um, his habits, or well, not habits, but I guess some of his genetic traits that are more predisposed to that kind of anxiety. Anyway, I took um, a lemon balm 
T, which is actually one of the one of the nootropics that that's kind of under the radar, but it's like it's a, it's natural. Lemon balm is just a, a plant from the Mediterranean, and you can get tea, which is just dried up leaves. And I made uh, tea a few times with that, and it's it's very very uh, potent. Even though it's just a tea, it really gives a, a relaxing effect, and it's very, very strong, especially the first time that you do it. So it really, like, it was the first thing that I can actually say knocked me out, really, because that you know there've been times where I've you know had alcohol, too much alcohol, and I felt kind of sleepy or just other compounds. But it never really got me to the point that lemon balm did. It really just knocked me out the first time I took it, and um, it was and that was a little bit much. But after that, I realized it was very useful for for reducing anxiety. So um, lemon balm is is one that I would really recommend for anyone that's got some anxiety issues. Uh, when I was doing work a lot in the mornings, I looked to a blend of. Uh, caffeine and L-theanine, and there's a lot of research that suggests a two-to-one ratio of L-theanine to caffeine is uh, really good for improving the positive effects of caffeine and coffee without, uh, without while negating some of the the, the negative side effects, and so. It, it, it's kind of uh, it's hard and paradoxical to explain, but it's kind of more of a relaxed focus. So you're not so jittery, you're not so um, alert to a kind of unstable degree, and yet you're able to focus on what you're doing. So those are like two beginner things. Um, one thing now that I've really started to do and seen some amazing benefits is creatine, which most people don't consider to be a very good nootropic, but um, it's actually like one of the best things to start with because there's so much evidence behind it and because creatine is really it's all it is really doing is providing extra energy for your cells and there's no better way to provide you with extra energy than uh, creatine because it helps with the, the conversion to ATP and so um, you know despite the the bro you know bodybuilding kind of stereotypes that might come with creatine it's like really tremendous for brain health as well that's great man and yeah i mean you're describing exactly what i do when i drink matcha i mean matcha tea which if people don't know it's basically the same it is the same plant as green tea but you're going to be drinking the entire leaf instead and it has actually i don't know if it's exactly two to one ratio of caffeine to theanine but i mean there's definitely a pretty pretty low dose of caffeine really but you know a pretty good sized dose of theanine and you get that calm but energetic focus and it's kind of weird because your brain's turned on but yet your nervous system is relaxed so you know i highly recommend people just experiment with an organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that's actually one of the sort of beginner stress busting 101 tips that i put inside of stress solutions and then you know i go on to talk about lemon balm and other more acute sort of anxiety and stress busters like that because yeah i mean lemon balm's great and you know i talk about rhodiola and some of the other adaptogens too not quite nootropics but definitely a lot of helpful things out there so you know if you are struggling with stress and anxiety in general you know pick up a copy of stress solutions i guarantee it'll help you and change your life because i haven't seen anything out there you know that has that much science 
backed up behind all the supplements. But let's move a little bit forward, man. So you were running this Peak Nootropics company, uh, and then you ended up selling the company you mentioned to me. So um, talk us through kind of what it was like. I mean, how do you how do you run a nootropics business? Yeah, so just a little correction. It's pure nootropics um, that I ran, and it's uh, I did sell it in December, and I just really kind of found like a need for the market that that was kind of underserved and that's just providing certain nootropics that were convenient and more importantly we you know tested everything at a third-party lab so transparency and quality were really our main focus and it gave a lot of people the product that they wanted without like the inconvenience of all these different powders and all kinds of stuff and because um, you have a lot of diehard nootropics fans and they they're willing to do those powders and most people aren't so that's where we kind of fit into the market but um, it was it was very rewarding you know obviously from from a financial perspective we did well but then also you know hearing some of the stories from people about how the nootropics changed their life was like was really profound um, there was one one guy who had like seven concussions between uh, playing hockey and car accidents and he managed to really recover a lot of his memory and his ability to function on a day-to-day basis by taking um, some of the products that we had and then there was another woman who said her daughter had seizures if she didn't take one of our products and so you know hearing those things was um, really helpful and fulfilling for me to continue you know the work that I was doing and of course there's nothing really amazingly special about the racetams that we were selling so you can get them anywhere but it was it was still it was still nice that we were providing that convenience for people yeah that's great man and so you sold the company and then you sort of got yourself into some trouble it sounds like over the past year and you know we just met up at at Whole Foods down there in Austin and hung out for a little bit and kind of caught up with each other, man, you went through some crazy stuff over the past year. So, I mean, fill us in on that because that's kind of why you wanted to to jump on the podcast and talk about because you learned a lot, it sounds like, from your experience. So, fill us in. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I got arrested many years back, actually, around four years, over four years ago, and I was just out on bond, um, which is like a waiting either acquittal or conviction and that's when I met you and uh, and we had you know a while where we, we were talking where my case was kind of pending and in in June of last year we went before the judge and most my lawyers and everybody didn't did not really think that the, the punishment was going to be too too severe but the judge decided to send me to prison and so I went and spent six months there and like you said it was a it was a huge learning experience it was I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about life and it was you know looking back on it it was you know probably one of the better experiences that I could have had because the trauma of in life in general just makes it so much easier to grow and so I, I feel like I did grow in that six months, but the, the, the strange thing is now I feel even more growth coming out of that experience because it's, it's kind of 
I'm kind of in a situation where I'm seeing everything in a new light, in a different kind, you know, through a different prism uh, of my experiences. And so it gives me kind of a reference experience to go back to some of the lessons that I learned. Um, and, you know, it, even since I've been out, uh, there was a recent relationship with a girl that taught me more about myself than prison itself. And it taught me why I went to prison. It taught me about my motivations. It taught me about a lot of things that I didn't even expect. So it's, it's really just become now a prism to, to view life experiences. Yeah. And I'm sure people are thinking, what did this guy do? Did he kill somebody? Like what actually happened? I mean, do you care to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so I did not kill anybody. I would hope that I would do um, that. Six months would not be the the standard operating procedure for a murder. But <laughs> some dude, sometimes I mean I've seen some ridiculous cases where I mean people will get busted with like an ounce of cannabis or something. They'll spend longer time than like rape suspects. You know, I mean it's insane sometimes how the legal system just screws people over. But but yeah, go ahead. Yes. Well, so I um. I was working in a small museum and I had to pay for my way to college and um, essentially I was stealing documents from the, the small museum and selling them and so I got caught for that and uh, you know I, I tried to do my best to get them back but it, my, my best is still not not worthy of, uh, of the the crime that was committed, so I had my I got my punishment, and I've accepted my wrongdoing, and and definitely you know how much I hurt the victims and, and my own family, um, but that's what led me to to prison for that six months stay. Yeah, that's tough, man. So I mean, part of it for you, I mean, you're a you're a dude who likes to pursue health yourself, and I mean, for you to get everything stripped away, every I mean, I took a tour of one of the local jails in Kentucky back in high school. It was sort of like a it was a field trip literally. They took you on a field trip to the to the jail so you could go see, I guess to try to convince you not to commit crimes or something, but I mean, you have zero control over anything in your life. I mean, what you eat, I mean, even for me looking at the food, I was like, god, that had to be the worst part, you know, just the disgusting ham sandwiches and who knows what else i mean how in the world did you maintain any sense of sanity or any sense of health while you were in there yeah that it was it was very tricky um from a mental perspective that's actually one of the reasons why i learned so much was i had all my power and control stripped away and everything and so that that made it a, a challenge and then very much uh, a way for me to practice letting go. But as far as the nuts and bolts were concerned about, you know, staying healthy, I did a lot of body weight exercises like pretty much day in and, and uh, day out. And, and then I would, uh, I would purchase like meat packs, essentially like tuna and, and sardines and stuff like that. And I would mix it with dehydrated rice um, and there were some vegetables like jalapenos and pickles that I could purchase. And so, um, in addition to the meals that we had, I tried to kind of orient my, my food more in a healthy direction as much as possible, but it was not really all that, um, obviously not that 
tasty, but more importantly, it wasn't really all that healthy, but it was the best I could do, so. Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, people are probably thinking, you know, why is this story even important? And for me, I just think it's important for people to hear a different perspective of a story that, you know, hopefully not everyone will have to go through the experience that you've gone through to learn some of the takeaways about, I mean, we could take the experience and, you know, what I think you call it the free world, you know, what that what you have in front of you on a daily basis. I mean, it's so easy to get trapped up in social media and the internet itself. And it sort of sabotages your productivity because you don't realize how great, you know, or how, I guess, how much opportunity is in front of you. Maybe that's the best way to put it. And for you to have all the opportunity stripped away, now it's, it almost sounds like it's giving you sort of like a rebirth. And I think a lot of people could learn from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know your your podcast is about you know not just paleo and i think you definitely focus on stress a lot and so one of the things that you have to deal with in prison obviously is dealing with like a very real and different kind of stress and you know the first stressor being the fact that you have control over nothing and i've kind of taken the mind frame now um, that in, in day-to-day life, there are so many things that we really don't have control of. And if we spend much of our time like focused on those things, then it usually just leads to way more stress. And that's just the kind of type of person that I am is I, I can definitely find myself in these kind of downward spirals of, of stressing about things that really don't have um, really all that much importance at the end of the day. And it's, it's very important to have the ability to let go and to be constantly reminded of the need to let go. And so I think your, your listeners will definitely appreciate that, that insight, even, um, even though I'm sure they've already heard it, but just from the perspective of uh, an experience that, that's, that's pretty stressful that makes you let go, um, it's, it's something that that everyone can really benefit from, from a stress perspective. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, to have to go through a situation like that, I couldn't even imagine, man, but it seems like we want to control everything, every little piece of life. And if we can't, we feel frustrated or we feel like we're not adequate enough because something turned out the wrong way. Or even when it comes to businesses, you want your business to, to hit this certain path to success. And the path to success, I'll tell you, is not a straight a to b route it's a completely crazy and sometimes confusing route but a lot of people get discouraged when life doesn't go exactly as planned and it's i don't know it's just it's amazing to me that you can come out of something and say that it was a good experience you know so i mean what what are you doing these days i mean you've got some cool stuff going and i don't know if your experience led you to be more motivated than you would have been before but i mean you're definitely getting back into the health game it sounds like yeah so i'm working on a new business right now that's more geared towards like optimizing physical and mental performance so i've got nootropics and then i've also got um some physical performance products um the first one's like it's a creatine blend and so that is actually trying to to focus primarily on on combining the two so uh, like i said there's a lot of mental advantages of taking creatine but then also um the the physical advantages are there as well and that's that's 
that's the business project that I'm really excited about right now because I, I love the space of, of enhancing um, brain power and, and your physical abilities and things like that. Um, to be honest, though, because I'm so like I'm only three or so months out of prison, I really am very much focused on kind of finding that awareness in myself and understanding my motivations and as a result, trying to improve some, some of those gaps. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with Mankind Project or Authentic Relating, but you know those are some of the things that I'm doing now that are really um, helping me on a personal level. And I would recommend Authentic Relating to you know anyone who's, who's, who's listening to this podcast. What is it? So authentic relating, the way that I've found it, is essentially um, it's similar to a practice called circling, and it's where people come together with the intention of kind of pushing their emotional boundaries um, to the point where it's just about like radical honesty and authenticity. And so, you know, there may be a moment where I'm speaking with you and I ask like how you're feeling in this moment. And if you're feeling like intimidated or sad or um, very excited, then trying to verbally express those emotions and feelings is part of the practice. And sometimes it can actually be really difficult because um, we do a lot of games and there's one that's like uh, a five minute hot seat game. And, and during that game, you know, people can ask you essentially any question that they want if you're open to it, and it's really up to you to answer it truthfully. And and so, when you push your edge and you become vulnerable like that, it 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 does give some of those um, what you might consider negative emotions a lot less power, and you you don't define them as much, and you realize oftentimes that like people don't really care in a negative sense about your deep, dark secrets. <laughs> and, um, but really it's just a way for you to get in better touch with your feelings and your emotions and then to be able to verbalize them in a way that, that kind of pushes your own boundaries. Yeah, I get it. That's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, for me, I've never, I've never been someone to, to hide much. I mean, I try to be an open book, but Definitely when you do start trying to put up these different walls. I mean, even if you go to like a social event and you go out somewhere, I mean, if it's a conference or a party or whatever it is, a lot of people put up walls. And I mean, I'm very sensitive to that stuff. And you go up to somebody and you can feel that they automatically have a wall up. Like they'll, when they shake your hand or when they say hello or nice to meet you, it's in like a fake tone. And you immediately just know, I'm not going to click with this person. And so I think that's pretty good man that what i'm taking away from that is that you know even if you're doing that specific practice but just in general and i've done this a lot on myself just sort of subconsciously removing any walls or any barriers separating myself from connecting with other people i mean that's a super helpful thing because you have the opportunity every day to be a real person or you have the opportunity to start putting walls up towards others so when you're meeting people or in the workplace it happens a lot of times but people put up this wall of a different a different person than they truly are and people start leading life with their heads and not their hearts and especially in the world of you know podcasting and health coaching and things like that 
you know, I and other people, they have the opportunity every day to show someone their real face or to put off an image of someone that they're not. And eventually that stuff catches up to you. And so I think kind of what you were talking about is just being honest with yourself and, and being genuine to yourself and being real to others. I mean, that stuff goes a long way. And I've certainly got a lot of success by sticking to that motto and I've seen the exact opposite where people put up walls or try to act like they're someone they're not. And then I don't know if you would call it karma or whatever it is. Everything works its way out and then people see who you really are. So kind of my I guess my summary there is just be yourself now. You're a unique person. Accept and embrace who you are and be confident with who you are. And that's going to get you so much further. There's no reason to beat yourself up and get on some of these negative thought spiral patterns. I know you've talked about it a little bit, and I've definitely experienced that too. I mean, a lot of beating yourself up and a lot of esteem that you should have gets gets hampered by your own by your own thoughts, you know? So it's not that someone's out there telling you you're nobody, you're not worth anything, you're not going to be successful in your business, whatever it is. A lot of times, you it may be you, and you're afraid of success yourself. And you know, I encourage you not to feel that way. So I don't know if you wanted to add to that. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is like certain people are, they have certain dispositions and they have, um, life experiences that make it really easy to just overthink things and to be really, really hard on themselves. And I'm one of those people. And, and like you said, it's really not like other things that people are saying out in the world it's it's what i'm telling myself and the stories that you tell yourself are extremely important and um that's why it's 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 really a, a game about self rather than anything else yeah and i mean there will be some haters you know like if you're in a podcast space or whatever i'm fortunate to have i don't know i don't think i've can even count my quote-unquote haters on on one hand at this point which I'm perfectly fine with I don't need them but I mean sometimes it comes with the territory of putting yourself out there and being vulnerable but you know I encourage people whatever you're trying to chase in life you just have to be be positive to yourself and, and tell yourself positive thoughts and tell yourself positive actions to do because once you get trapped in your own head especially if you work from home or you spend a lot of time alone and you're on social media, and you're becoming envious and all that, that stuff is a virus, and it makes you sick, and it really delays your own personal success and your own you know, personal achievements. So I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying go outside, spend some time in nature, and tune into your true self, not the false self and all of these things that you're trying to live up to because you think that's what's going to make you successful. Just sort of make a make a little checklist of what you want to accomplish and then just take baby steps to get there i think that'll get you a lot further down the path than saying i want to go from nothing to a million dollar business and then you just get overwhelmed and then you think it'll never happen and then you just give up so that's at least my thoughts on that absolutely i mean that 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 it's you've really articulated like one of the most important things yeah well it's it's been a a journey for me and myself, you know, I have the opportunity to think negative and spin down the the negative thought spiral path, man. We all do. I think it's part of human nature. you know, if we were happy with the, the little hut or the cave or whatever, we may not have 
upgraded that to a home or a village or a town and then to a city and then now to mega cities. I mean, there's something inside of us that always wants to keep striving for something more. But if you can just and that and that's fine. But as long as you stop and pause and have little checkpoints along the way to really pause and celebrate what you're going through or where you've come from. I mean, I'm sure there were times for you where you just you felt like a piece of crap. And there were probably times where you had to go through some sort of like mental working to feel okay about yourself. And, you know, you have to stop and and find those checkpoints in life and say, yes, I'm still in school. I'm still busy. I'm going to become this one day. Celebrate where you are right now and see if that doesn't help motivate you to continue on the path that you're on. Yeah, man, you're articulating it very well, and and that's exactly what I think people have to focus on. Just take a step back, be a little objective. Um, sometimes you may even feel like you've got two competing voices in your head. One of them's this the ego, just kind of going out of control in a little ways, and then you can just step back into your real self, step into the moment, and let those things go. Definitely. Well, we'll tell people about. I guess your future now that you're sort of facing the free world again. I mean, you're up to this business, but I mean, it sounds like you're kind of working on some, some self-development stuff as well. And well, I mean, what have you learned so far that you think people should do? I mean, we kind of, we kind of hammered out a few solid ideas here, but I was thinking you had something else to add just for people that are feeling like they just want to achieve more, but they feel maybe paralyzed by, over analysis or just the world in general they look at it and they think it's too competitive and then they just give up you know i mean what would you tell somebody like that well i would say that that the number one thing you could do is just become more self-aware because there are certain areas of my life where i'm very um emotionally stable to the point where uh you know in business i can just put a bunch of money on the line. I can just see what needs to happen and do them without really much attachment to outcome. Um, and that's not always the case, but in general, like business tends to be more of my strong suit, but I'm aware that relationships with women tend to be a very much a, a, a difficult area for me. Um, and it's, it's a self-made difficulty because, you know, in the moment I'm, I'm I'm fine with women and and there's there's nothing wrong with my relationships it's just that um when I start to overthink things that it, it can become really problematic and so the only way that I've really been able to um make any changes is by dissecting everything and you don't want to overanalyze things but you do want to get to the the root of your motivations and and that really just comes from an awareness like where deep down where am I coming from when I say such and such when I interact in such and such way and things like that and for me that's really been the biggest thing is just developing this sense of awareness and and that sense of awareness only comes from kind of immersing yourself into experiences that are um, uncomfortable in that area and then kind of using those experiences as feedback in terms of your, you know, the direction that you want to be moving because, you know, the reality is like we all have dreams about the lives that we want to live. And for the most part, they're pretty realistic if you can get out of your own way. 
And I found that like being self-aware is the number one method of, of, you know, getting out of your own way because then you can kind of figure out what, what things are going on in your own head and, and where they're, they're going down the wrong path. Yeah, that's great. And it sounds like, I mean, reducing your distractions is going to be helpful too, because you can't be self-aware if you're caught up on Facebook all day and you're on your phone, on Instagram, checking out pictures of other people. I mean, at some point you have to spend, and it's you kind of alluded to it in a way, you, you have to spend some alone time, whether it's meditation or if you want to do a float tank, you know, I'm a big proponent of those, or whether you want to just go walk outside in nature, there's got to be something that you can do to raise your awareness. I mean, of course, there's more extreme methods that we've talked about on the show. I mean, you know, psychedelics can play a role in that, you know, bringing out your subconscious and your self-awareness, and those can be definitely helpful, you know, if you're in the right setting and you have someone to take care of you and, you know, things like that, but I mean, do you have anything else to add to that? Is that sort of what self-awareness, how that happens? I mean, you mentioned you put yourself in those situations, but is there a meditative element to it? Yes, there is. Um, it, uh, you mentioned psychedelics. I won't go into too much detail, but I think that's a really useful tool um, because it does make a lot of these different parts of your brain work together, and it does make it possible to be a lot more present because you just the sensations are oftentimes far more enhanced and so you're very focused on sensations um i would just say there's there's a there's a reason why i think so many people love sports and doing like competition and stuff it's because you're getting out of your mind and into your body so i would just encourage people like you don't necessarily have to sit in a chair and do meditation if that's kind of daunting for you uh just try and go on walks and you know, do foam rolling and lift at the at the gym, lift weights at the gym, and then you know, do gymnastics, do whatever like physically that that is fun for you. Um, and really, like if you're not if you're not running your own business, um, try and incorporate more of that into your life. And even if if you're uh, you know working the whole day then, you know, obviously you want to spend time with family, but, but really try and fill your free time with movement because if you struggle with, with overthinking things, that's going to be a very real way to just completely um, remove that altogether, you know, because you, you can work all day and be focused on the task at hand. Um, and then in your free time, you're just you're moving and you're in your body, and, and that's going to be so much healthier and so much better in the long run. Man, that is so simple, but yet so profound. I'm sitting here thinking of all the times that I've done actions. I mean, even if it's something like playing cornhole or basketball or volleyball or volleyball or, I mean, frisbee, I mean, anything. In all those times, I'm fully engaged into the action, watching the frisbee, sprinting after it. You know, I know Mark Sisson, he's a huge fan of Ultimate Frisbee. I haven't played too much ultimate frisbee, but even just getting out and just throwing a frisbee or a baseball or something like that, I mean, I'm thinking of all those times, and I'm fully engaged. I don't think I was thinking about much else at the time, man. So that's super simple, but that's great advice, man. I may even like tweet that out today, just something about the way to get out of your mind is to get into your body. That's that's great. Yeah, I found even when you're doing like things that are just completely humiliating like you can go dance i mean it wasn't completely humiliating but i had a i had a hip-hop dance class on monday and the routines that we were doing were just like so fast so advanced and i was 
not keeping up with anything, but I was just having so much fun because it was I was in my body trying to keep up with with uh, you know the dancing that they were doing, and so it was it, it, it's just like I said, you know, once you get out of your mind and into your body, you're just gonna have more fun um, because you're gonna be engaged with whatever you're doing. Yep, that's great advice. Well, do you have a new website up? I want to give people a way, you know, some way to keep up with you. I'm sure a lot of people are kind of nodding their head today like, man, this dude's got something figured out. Is there a way we can keep up with you at this point? Yeah, sure. There's um, So my, my business site is actually HyperionStrength.com. And I know if they want to keep up with me, they might think that my business site might not be the best place to go. But I've kind of stopped um, posting much on my blog, thehackedmind.com. And so uh, on my business blog, there's actually a lot of of posts that are not just um, health-related, but sometimes they're mindset-related as well. In fact, the most recent post that I put up was about – uh, why you should get into your body and out of your mind and then a bunch of practices to help you do that. Like, you know, I talk about foam rolling and dancing and everything. And so I, it's, I kind of used my business blog as a personal one. So yeah, like I said, hyperionstrength.com and then slash blog, and then you'll find some of those latest posts. Awesome. Well, yeah, man, there's no separation between you and your business. I mean, you are your business. So, you know, I think that's a great idea. And I, I will never have a personal blog, not just Paleo's it. That's the business blog. That's that's my life. That's it. There it is. There's the articles about me. We can do the science stuff. We can do the personal stuff. So I love that you've blended that because there really is no separation. I mean, you are the creator of everything. So everything that goes on in your life counts for why you're going to create projects. I mean, for me, creating you know, stress solutions. I burned myself out with stress. So I'm going to tell you about how I did it and how you can prevent yourself from doing it, you know? So it's kind of funny how that works out. We're up here teaching people how to take care of themselves and better themselves. And oftentimes we put ourselves in, you know, unhealthy situations, so to speak, to, to actually do that. So it's kind of a, kind of a paradox really. Yeah, absolutely. Evan, I thank you so much for, for having me on. Um, I know this is kind of out of the realm for some of your listeners of what they're they're maybe used to and maybe less sciencey than they're used to, but I think that you know obviously people have a tendency to think that their own stories are like so special, um, and that's really not what I mean to say. But I think my experience in prison is unique enough that you know it might help some people get a, a unique perspective on things. So I, I'm really appreciative that you that you had me on and that we've been friends for these last few years. So thank you so much. Yeah, definitely, man. And we're all human at the end of the day. So no matter how much I can geek out on science stuff, I mean, we all deal with emotions and we all deal with beating ourselves up and negative thoughts. So I mean, I think this is really going to resonate with a lot of people. And, you know, I encourage all of you out there listening. It's so easy to do, but yet there's hundreds of thousands of you that still haven't done it, go to iTunes and write a review. You can write a review for the whole show, but you know specifically for this episode, this may be a good time for you to jump on iTunes and put some stars up there and write a review and just tell us how this how this was for you because you know a lot of times you may not get feedback sometimes it's sort of a, a thankless job and you're and you're curious out there how people are resonating with something so you know there's your opportunity to speak back and uh, let us know what you think so thank you and talk to you later all right thank you Evan bye-bye see you months
All right, I hope you enjoyed an outside-of-the-box episode today on Not Just Paleo. Thanks for hanging around with us. And like I said in the beginning, I'm wearing this shirt right now. I can't get over how comfortable it is because I've had some organic shirts in the past a couple years ago when I went to Paleo FX. You probably saw a picture on my Facebook page of me and Sean Croxton rocking the Not Just Paleo shirts. And those were a green organic cotton, but they were not as lightweight and comfortable as these new shirts, these navy-colored shirts. So I urge you to pick one up. There is a small handful of them left. I only ordered 20 for this first batch just to make sure that it felt super exclusive to you. The first batch of shirts is in the mail right now, coming your way. So thank you to those that ordered. And notjustpaleo.com slash shirt is where you can pick it up. This isn't like a huge money maker or a huge business opportunity necessarily. It's just something for me to see some pictures of you guys on social media that you can tag not just paleo and I can see you wearing the shirts maybe while you're listening to the podcast or out hiking or something like that you know I just want to encourage you to to live the lifestyle and get outdoors and enjoy yourself and why not wear some organic cotton shirts because especially those with autoimmune disease or you're just trying to better your health you don't want to be wearing toxins cotton is one of the dirtiest plants of all time in terms of pesticides and chemicals when it comes to clothing materials. So organic was a must for me. Not just paleo.com slash shirt is where you can pick yours up. And if they're sold out, then you'll see it when you get there. So (laughs) I'll talk to you next week and take care. Bye. Yeah, tickets are good, yeah, like everything's cool Kiss a garden line, maybe please her She doesn't have a clue that he's terrible blues Boy, I'm in a tire, got to watch out, girl Don't wanna see her cry her eyes out, girl Cause I've been watching, you've been hurting Let me be the one that loves you better